You're listening to Ditch the Diet Radio with myself, Rachel Foy, the Food Freedom Coach. This is a podcast for smart, driven, high-achieving women who are sick and tired of their food struggles holding them back from having a life that they really want. So if you're ready to stop the struggle with eating, fighting your body, and ultimately find your own food freedom, then you, my gorgeous, are so in the right place right now. If you love the conversations that we have here on Ditch the Diet Radio, then be sure to check out my website at rachelfoy.com for free workshops, gifts, and much, much more. So are you ready? Here's a brand new episode from Ditch the Diet Radio. Let's go! Right then, so here's my next guest. I'm hoping that you're there. Are you there, Starkachara? I certainly am. Hello. I'm live and kicking. I'm ready to go. Yippee. How are you today? Feeling good. Yes. Despite the early hour. Oh, I know. We're just, <laughs> we just had a little chat before I, um, well, press record and we were like, oh, this is actually, well, it's not super late, but it's, I think it's a little bit early for you because you're a bit of a late riser, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> That's okay though. Sometimes staying in bed's not, not the end of the world. It's quite a good thing. So, um, I decided to invite Star onto the show because she's such a fascinating person, seriously, and we're probably going to spend so long talking about her amazing life and the stuff that you've done so far, but one thing in particular that I really want to have a chat with you about today um, is a topic which I am genuinely fascinated in. I've honestly got no... I've got no um, opinion about it, so to speak, because I've never done it. I've never really looked into it. But we're going to talk about burlesque, (laughs) which, um, yeah, so burlesque. So first of all, how on earth did you discover it? Like, what's what's your connection with this? Is this just something very randomly that you've thought about doing or looked into? Or did it just happen to find you, so to speak? Yeah, well, it's... um, I've always been into dance in one form or another since I was four years old, Um, you know, doing the whole like ballet, tap, modern. And then as I got older, I did like, you know, different versions of contemporary dance. I've learned hula hooping, flamenco, um, Indian dancing and uh, even what else did I do? Oh, yeah, all kinds of belly dancing as well. And um, and so I love dance in all forms. And I went, I do you know what? I honestly can't remember the exact moment I discovered it, but I remember like you know there started to be this little resurgence of, of burlesque or neo burlesque. And you know I, I like I'm a rock chick, so I like Marilyn Manson. And then he married Dieter von Teese. Yes. And then you know Dieter von Teese became like this really huge star. And um, and I, I remember seeing the book that she brought out this book with and it just looks so glamorous you know that whole that old Hollywood Vegas glamour kind of thing going yeah, on yeah. with the feathers and the glittery you know knickers and everything and I just thought that looks so glam um and then uh, someone came to our city to teach a burlesque workshop like a kind of a half day workshop and I thought that sounds fun I'm just going to go along and um, try it and uh, unlike what a lot of people think it's not about getting your kit off at all it there's a lot of like posture work um and things like that that goes into it and so we didn't take anything off like in the whole day we just we just worked on posture and cute little dance moves and things and we learned about how to captivate an audience and um it was just super super fun and the woman ended up moving to our city and, and setting up a regular 
burlesque class um so I used to go like every week and then after about a year she asked me to to be a kind of a supporting act in her in one of her acts oh wow yeah I just I just held I just hold, held a washing line with my friend it was like nothing <laughs> really big where she was she had a part of her act was taking off her clothes and pinning them on a washing line okay and uh, I was just holding the washing line and then like a, a few months later she asked me to actually do a dance with her like me and another classmate because we had both had a lot of dance experience um and so the, so we were kind of like her little troop with her and then as time went on, I ended up like, you know, with her class, we'd we'd put on these showcases like several times a year uh, where maybe the whole of class would do a dance or we'd split into like twos and threes and perform. And we're getting better and better and better until eventually I started doing my own solo performances as well. So I did I did that for about three years altogether. Wow. <laughs> so so are you a super confident person star? Like for you to kind of get up there and like dress in your sparkly knickers and like perform to people, are you like a very confident, outgoing kind of person to do that? Well, you would think so if you saw me on stage, but honestly, okay, I'm going to go a bit TMI here. I get so nervous. I actually have to go to the toilet with diarrhea quite a lot before. I... Oh, wow. Seriously. Oh my God. You wouldn't believe it. I feel like the most nervous person in the room. And this happens um, for me doing speaking gigs or anything like acting. And I've done loads of this because I love performing. I'm an introvert who loves performance. I know it's really odd, but um, so I have to force myself into it because I enjoy it once I'm doing it. But before I go on, I'm always like, why am I doing some of that stuff? I could, could just be home. I could be home with a with a cup of tea, <laughs> under a blanket, safe. You know, like, why am I doing this to myself? But something compels me every time to put myself in the spotlight. And, I, you know, I'm, I don't know why. I'm going to have to. And I love it. And the buzz afterwards is insane. And I just really enjoy making people laugh. Um, I love entertaining people. I think, I think there's like a you know, a spiritual path in that, you know, like making people laugh and bringing joy to their life. Do you, do you feel like you need to, because you said that you're not particularly like an extrovert, so you're actually quite introverted, so you're kind mm. of obviously challenging yourself in this situation, <laughs> but how, how are you with your relationship to your body? Because obviously there is an element of you having to, what, be quite body confident to be, to be doing like burlesque? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the burlesque uh, class has actually brought out the body confidence because, you know, like, I mean, the burlesque dancers come in all shapes and sizes, yeah. you know, they're, they're very young, pretty, slim, buxom girls. And there's also like, you know, we had a extremely plus size girl. I mean, so, so big, uh, this girl that the teacher had to buy two outfits and stitch them together for oh, her. Wow. Because it literally wasn't clothes big enough. So you've got, you know, so you imagine the range of body sizes doing this and the range of confidences as well. You've got people who are super shy and nervous like me. Well, I'm not shy, but I get very nervous to perform. And then you've got people who just don't care. They're all yeah. around. And they, I mean, I've got a friend who's who's by body confidence standard, you know, you would imagine she'd be quite shy of, of showing her body, but she's not at all. She doesn't care. She loves wobbling a cellulite in people's faces. You know, oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> She, she she really enjoys the fact that she doesn't have a perfect body and shoving it out there. And do you think in like the, because I, I literally have got so little knowledge about burlesque, apart from what <laughs> I, I suppose when you said like Dita Von Tees, that's the only person that I know. <laughs> and that's my impression of what a burlesque performer or a burlesque dancer is. But mm. do you think then generally in terms of like burlesque, so women do come in different shapes and sizes and that's actually quite acceptable. Mm. So you don't have to be this 
perfection of you know slimness with the big boobs etc so body size is not necessarily a factor is what you're saying it's not a factor at all it's not a factor at all. if you look at one of the most you know two of the most famous burlesque dancers that aren't Dita Von Teese are both very large women you know with with ample folds and rolls and 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 everything um dirty martinis one of them and i can't remember the name of the other so all my burlesque friends will shoot me <laughs> um i can't remember the name of the other one but she oh goodness um i haven't been out i've been out of the loop for a while so i'm putting you on the spot as well though <laughs> the names are disappearing but dirty martini is one of them and she's she started a few years ago in a movie about burlesque dancers and she's like you know very very large you know not just curvy but she's got you know it's you it ripples there's there's dimples all over it you know and she shakes it for the crowd she loves it she pulls fake money out of her butt and it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) she's american so like it's everything's like extreme you know (laughs) oh yeah exactly do you um so talking about kind of like the whole uh, body confidence thing which i think we're Mm going to have probably a bit more of a chat about in a second but you know this was the whole reason why i wanted to have um, a talk with you on the show because i know a lot of women listening to this they do feel very shy about their bodies. They feel like mm. they need to lose weight to feel better about themselves and mm. feel more comfortable in their skin. Do you think something like burlesque, and granted it probably isn't for everybody, but <laughs> do you think somebody listening to this right now that might be curious like you were, do you think mm. if they could really challenge themselves and maybe just do like a little taster session, do you think it could really ha- allow somebody to really start working on feeling more confident in their skin? Oh, God, absolutely. I mean, it did wonders for me. And uh, I had so much more body confidence. And I was bigger um, when I first started it. I was actually, I'd put on a lot of weight after going through a few, like, relationship issues. This is way back in the day. And I put on a lot of weight. I was at my biggest because I'm I'm actually naturally very slim. Mm -hmm. um, And all my life I've been slim, but never had any body confidence. Yeah. Like, I would dress in baggy clothes, afraid of my size 8 ass. Can you believe it? And uh, I mean, looking back at this picture, I'm like, I want to slap myself senseless. But, um, you know, like, and so I was actually, you know, for me, I was quite at a size 16. I was actually quite large for what it feels like for for me. And, um, you know, but doing better really, um, I didn't care. Um, because it's not about like hey look at my body the burlesque is about the woman enjoying her own body and hey maybe she's going to let you see a little bit of it if you're lucky maybe not you don't know burlesque isn't about stripping it's about teasing and tantalizing and like you know a bit of comedy as well some people don't even take clothes off they just do ridiculous funny things on stage um and in fact i just watched a a rerun of a show today because i've got lots of friends still doing burlesque of a woman who just sits her bum down on a on a bench and pretends she's playing piano Beethoven but she's wobbling her bum to the sound of the tune she never take at once takes any clothes off oh really yeah burlesque is not stripping it's it's the art of the tease and it's about loving your body and appreciating it and and showcasing it in a way that you know suits you so you learn to like show the parts of your body that you like in a in a bit of a way that you know maybe it's your arms maybe you've got amazing arms so you spend the whole three minutes of the song like stroking your arm and looking at your arm you know and look at my arm everyone it's amazing (laughs) so it really does encourage you to start accepting your body in in the sense of this is what my body looks like in every sort of shape size wobbly bits etc and (laughs) the whole concept of burlesque of burlesque then is about you what embracing your body in 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 that way 
De- yeah, definitely. That's the, yeah, and that's definitely the impression I got being in that scene. Um, you know, being around all the women of all different ages, different shapes and sizes, different skin colors. It was everyone learned to, and actually the majority of the classes and the groups um, and the performers I mixed with were all what you'd consider um, plus size, not even like a bit overweight, but there was a lot of larger women doing it, a lot. And they loved it because it it brought them into their bodies, you know, in a way that made them feel sensual and feminine. That's such an important thing, right? You know, because mm. I know a lot of a lot of the work that I do is very much about helping somebody embrace their body, as we've said, without weight loss, etc. Yeah. But I think that sort of tapping into the whole feminine energy and the the mm. sensuality, which is, I think that's such a powerful part of us as women. And I think so many of us, whether it's intentionally or not, we just don't. You know, it's something mm. that we kind of neglect and we turn our backs on quite often. Um, and I think for me, you know, talking to you about burlesque that that for me is probably the epitome in many ways of the feminine energy isn't it about mm-hmm. embracing and dancing and you know like moving yourself yeah um so do you think that's something that you noticed like you you kind of tapped more into your femininity as well doing that oh god absolutely yeah and I started um even like dressing a bit more feminine because I'm quite a tomboy you know and I've always dressed like a bit you know jeans and boots and a bit of a raw attitude and and actually it brought me into my feminine essence more and I actually started wanting to dress a bit more feminine and that was like really fun for me because I felt like a whole other world like opened up and um, so not only did I get you know more confidence with my body like even though at the time I felt like oh my god I'm overweight blah 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 um, but also it brought me in it, it did it does tap into that feminine essence for sure I think so many more women that certainly from my experience that do struggle with like food and eating well body image predominantly I think when we kind of tap into that feminine essence like you're saying mm-hmm. that can just start to make us feel so much more alive and empowered and I suppose like reconnecting back to ourselves you know without the pressure of what we feel like we need to be doing um, yeah, exactly. And it's just a super fun way of doing it as well. <laughs> do you do you need to have any experience with dance to do burlesque? God, no, not at all. Like the actual dance side of it when you start out is is very minimal, you know, it's it's small. It could just simply be walking across the stage in a way in a slinky way. It could be sitting on a chair, you know. There's there's all kinds of um it's not like the movie burlesque, by the way. A lot of people say that movie's got nothing to do with burlesque at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> um it's that's more like cabaret showgirl stuff but um yeah it's it's more um so the steps when if you do learn a dance I mean obviously when you start out generally what a a good burst teacher will do is just get you feeling confident in your body you know practicing some amazing fun poses and things like that and interacting with each other um you know it's just you know really good fun and you learn like simple routines yeah yeah so you don't need any dance experience at all you don't need any experience in anything (laughs) Uh, just a willingness to like you know turn up to the class <laughs> do you do you think a lot of people that go into burlesque like you did do you think a lot of them are, are quite sort of shy or introverted and this is a way or it's a form of them to try and help express themselves more yeah I definitely think so I think um you know a lot of people feel nervous stepping into a spotlight putting themselves out there especially women because we're taught to like shut up all the time you know don't be out there you know be quiet stay at home etc you know since the 100 years or so and so I think it's a way to 
to women women empower themselves to put themselves out there but yeah so everyone is a little bit shy and um, more some people have more confidence than others um some people are like you know extremely shy and maybe they don't go and do the actual events and shows but that's okay they can just practice it for themselves there's no harm in learning something just to do it in your own home for your own pleasure <laughs> no that's true actually and oh, that's quite an interesting point to make then so even if you did want to look into burlesque and maybe join some burlesque classes you don't necessarily have to perform in front of people you could just do it for yourself or maybe like you know you said maybe do it for your partner or whatever it might be but you don't have to be part of like the whole the whole show thing like you've got into no not at all I mean I wanted to do that and so I kept putting myself forward for it but there are people you know in and amongst our community that didn't want to perform they just like learning it for themselves and uh, you know that's 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 a good idea kind of as you're talking I'm sort of thinking like right if I was to have a look into this would I want to perform (laughs) or would (laughs) I want to just do it for myself (laughs) I mean it's like anything a friend of mine teaches belly dancing and people are always saying to her like why don't you get a show together and put your class you know get your class to do a show and she's like hell no my class is there to learn this for themselves in the privacy of our class like they don't want to be on stage and I'm like Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Some people just want to learn it for themselves, and that's totally valid. Yeah, no, definitely. I could imagine, though, why doing that, like you said, if it was just focused on doing it for yourself as opposed to being like a performer, that would that would start to impact how you'd feel about your body because I'm guessing, mm-hmm. and I you know, correct me if I'm wrong now, but when you're actually in that place of doing the burlesque like you said and you said you know it's about posture and it's about connecting to your body I think connecting Mm -hmm. to your body is something that's really springing to mind as you're talking like you'd Mm -hmm. have to have an awareness of your body in order to do the burlesque properly is that is that right yeah yes exactly because there's lots of it is like showcasing like different parts of your body you know maybe you're gonna you know tease someone with your eyes or a hand or an ankle or a bit of a bum shake you know it's like so it's up to you like how you choose to present yourself and which parts of your body you're going to like attach and fall in love with you know and you can't do it with conviction if you're hating your body at the same time it's very hard to do it's like it's like holding a positive and negative thought at the same time you can't do it yeah so the more you do the burlesque that it's much harder than to then think, oh, God, look at my cellulite or my, you know, fat bum or whatever. Because you're like, oh, look at my cheeky little ass shaking around. <laughs> Love it. So do you, um, so based on that, and I've got this like image of you doing your burlesque now. I mean, I've never seen you do burlesque, but I can imagine that like, you're very good. I've hidden them on my Facebook because I don't do it anymore. I'll see a business mentor. I'm like, maybe I should make them more public again. I don't know. <laughs> going to say I'm going to search Google and Yahoo once we finish just to see um but do you think though from your personal experience did your um experience with burlesque did it definitely help you to improve your body confidence oh my goodness yes and my posture as well like and which also helps with confidence because when we're feeling bad about ourselves we we just slump you know and Tony Robbins talks about this about physiology like a lot of confident thinking comes from your physiology not your brain um, you know, and once you give yourself a different posture and start holding yourself in a different way, it's harder to think bad thoughts about yourself because automatically you're you're putting yourself into position that makes you feel confident by the nature of the posture you're in. And burlesque and, uh, teaches you that. So the posture is actually taught in burlesque. Yeah, I mean, not not as like a separate like um, science, but it's part of it. You know, okay. like there's there's a whole 
yeah, you learn about like good posture and how to stand and how to walk in a way that that you know makes makes you feel and look elegant, feminine, and confident. Um, so there's a lot of that involved, and um, yeah, so it definitely helped massively with my not just my body confidence but confidence overall. Because if you've got on stage, even if not on stage, even if you're just doing it in class, and you've managed to like you know rip down to your underwear in yeah. front of strangers. <laughs> Dad, that's going to do something. I'm just going to say to anyone, think that Tony Bellas, you'll be taking Bellas classes for a while before anyone asks you to do that and you can still say no. No one forces anyone to do anything outside their comfort zone. Um, but, you know, I wanted to, like, go go fully into it. Um, you know, so when you, you know, even just things like doing some of the exercises where you just pose in front of another girl in the class, it's at first you're just giggling because you feel silly, yeah. You know, but after a while, you start thinking, no, hell no, you know, and you start feeling more confident, like, hey, I'm going to show myself off. Why not? That's that's for somebody that, like you said, kind of went into this feeling quite well, quite shy, introverted, not very body confident. You made some big progress. <laughs> yeah, I did. It really helped a lot, and it's helped me ever since. Really, with um, with even in business, you know, putting myself out there, you know. And I said I, I did a talk, a business talk, in um, for damsels in success in, in the local chapter in, in my city recently, and I showed them pictures from my burlesque days, and I said, you know, about um putting yourself out there and sort of you know and if and I said to him if for on my journey I said you know once I got on stage and, and shook my glitter filled tits at the world <laughs> there's nothing else nothing could stop me doing anything else you know because that was that was probably the most horrifying thing ever <laughs> you know it's like really putting yourself out there isn't it and um yeah so for me it gave me tons of confidence in everything I do now for speaking gigs for you know doing anything because I'm like well at least I'm not naked <laughs> no totally I think I do you know what I absolutely love that sort of connection that you just made there that for you it was also about confidence not just about body confidence but confidence in general because mm. I know quite often um, with a lot of the, the women that I, I speak to and probably a lot of women listening right now there is often that belief that well when I lose weight I'll feel more confident or that's actually the reason why people want to lose weight because they yeah. think they will start to feel more confident um, and I think, as you rightly pointed out, it's not necessarily to do with body size, shape or anything. It's an inside job, isn't it? It's about us challenging ourselves sometimes to really do things that scare the crap out of us. But when we do them, it kind of makes us realize that actually I can do this. And that's something to start latching onto and, and allow that confidence to grow. Absolutely. It's got nothing to do with your body size. And I, I can tell that as someone who's naturally all her life been a size 8 to 10 and then uh, had a period where she was a size 16. And that it was during the time of being overweight that I was doing burlesque. Mm-hmm. And I had way more confidence in my body than a few years previous when I was a much smaller. That's fascinating. Did that did that surprise you, Star? Yeah, I did. Yeah, because um, I thought, well, hang on, this is weird. <laughs> I thought like I'd I you know I'd feel good about myself once I got back to being skinny again and um actually like I was like well actually I'm already feeling confident and um but weirdly that also then helped me to sort my body out in a in a sense you know because I I'd got myself overweight by eating junk food after a divorce and a bad relationship and all this and and um you know and but beating yourself up doesn't help you change at all yeah. it just makes you more sad and depressed and more likely to like you know 
be not very nice to yourself at all and so for me it helped me actually sort my body out in the physical sense too because I became and you know you fall back in love with yourself again and why wouldn't you want to treat yourself amazingly totally I think that's yeah that's again such a really valid point to mention you know we can't none of us can beat ourselves up into submission, you know, by hating ourselves and being a bitch to ourselves. That's not going to inspire or motivate us to start eating in a different way, to start nourishing ourselves. It often has the opposite effect. I know it did for me. Yeah. Um, and as you just, you know, again, confirmed from your, your personal story, that's also true for you as well. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like when you're a kid, you know, and your parents just like constantly bang on at you to eat your vegetables imagine if they're like punching you in the face be like eat your vegetables yeah you know like you're not going to eat your vegetables you're going to hate vegetables for the rest of your life and yeah. this is you know so you can't like use yourself like a verbal punch bag oh, i'm so fat and hideous and then what are you going to do you're not going to look after yourself are you? you're not going to nourish yourself you're not going to feel loving towards yourself <laughs> that's got to come first <laughs> absolutely definitely um, something that I've realised I haven't asked you, which I probably should have asked you a little bit earlier, but I'm going to ask you now. The, in terms of like the history of burlesque, was it was it kind of created or invented? I don't know what the right word is, but was it something that was designed to help empower women? I'm getting a feeling that it is about female empowerment rather than anything else. Honestly, I'm not an expert in burlesque at all. I just did it. So there, there are people who are like really hot on the history of burlesque. And I don't want to, like, say in case I get it all wrong. Okay. Because um, there's, there's a whole, like, feminist audience who write about this as a kind of academic subject. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'll get, like, hate mail or something. If <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, I'm not too clear on the history of it, to be quite honest with you. Okay. Um, no worries. But from your, from your personal experience, though, you feel like it's a very female empowerment kind of thing to do, as in, like, it is very much about helping you to you know like embrace your femininity not be shy not to be you know sort of stepping back in the shadows it's to be not exploiting yourself that's the wrong word but embracing yourself yeah it definitely is all about those things you've just said I mean and I speak as someone that also did lap dancing (laughs) and um, I can tell you the two are diametrically opposite like like lap dancing I felt exploited I felt oh my god I'm just here to titillate men and be paid not very much money for it burlesque I never once felt like that even when I did it for free which was often because burlesque is you know not easy to earn lots of money from and I was still a newbie um you know and I felt like I'm doing this I'm making a choice to perform and and as a woman and most of the audiences for burlesque are women oh really yeah oh wow I didn't realize that I just assumed that it would be a male audience no, not at all. It's it's very it's very much mostly women, and then when men are there, they usually is part of a couple. Wow, how fascinating! Yeah, even think... my even my boyfriend at the time's parents came and watched one of my shows. Oh my god, really? <laughs> it was my first solo show actually, and I was like, great. Like if I couldn't be any more nervous. <laughs> oh my, you really jumped in at the deep end. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit insane, but it's it's mostly female audience. Um, it's a very female. Um, environment you know the backstage all the women are supportive of each other you know you go out on stage and all the women are whooping and hollering like cheering you on women come up to you afterwards and then they're like I'm thank you so much for doing this you've made me feel that I can go and do this too and because you're not you know unlike in the lap dancing stripping world where a lot of the girls had 
fake tans and fake boobs and they were already thin and they yeah. wore this horrible like negligee that was really cheap and stripper like you know I'm not saying anything wrong with that if you want to go into that too yeah. but just that was a very that was like a thing done for men where women were making money out of men whereas in burlesque it was like hey we're a group of girls owning our femininity and rocking it on stage Wow, that's I think you've just kind of answered the question when I was saying about like not so much the history of it, but that's my impression that you're giving me of burlesque, that it's almost the opposite end of the spectrum of like sort of the whole stripping industry. Um where, where in my opinion, as of you as you kind of said anyway, like stripping is very much about exploiting, I feel. And it is very much obviously predominantly like for men and that kind of thing, where burlesque you're giving me the impression that it's more about women are doing it through um yeah through feeling good they're doing it for um their own personal reasons it's about them embracing themselves it's about encouraging and supporting other kind of a sisterhood really which is a really empowering Mm. place to be coming from yeah definitely and uh, you know you've got to remember that not even all burlesque is is involves taking clothes off like there are comedy acts there are there's um you know gorlesque which is about being like kind of a bit dark and creepy there's there's all these different t- styles of burlesque and, and a lot of them don't involve having to take your clothes off and if you do take your clothes off you only ever go down to nipple tassels and knickers you're never actually naked whereas when I did lap dancing you had to take your actual clothes off and spread your legs and yeah. and it, it's porn like you know and I know you know I know people that do it and they and they enjoy it fair play to them I'm not knocking it but it wasn't for me and it felt totally different to burlesque yeah, no, definitely. God, this is such a fascinating topic. I think <laughs> everyone listening to this might be starting to think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a look into this seriously. I'm like, mm, I wonder if there's any um, burlesque classes around this area. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, definitely try it. You know, go do one class. If it's not for you, fine. It's, it's, but honestly, it's such an amazing way to tap into your femininity. And I think that's really lost in our society. You know, like I felt like a lot of the activities for women was, were kind of like pushing women to be more like men. So it's like, go and do this 10K race and get strong in the gym and build muscles, you know, and do all this. And I was like, but, you know, I maybe I want to be girly. Yeah, no, definitely. So I'm guessing, and obviously I know that you'll probably not be able to direct any of us as into where to go, but if we were to just literally go on good old Google, I'm guessing we could find burlesque classes in our area by just typing it in, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just type in burlesque class and then your hometown or city or county. Um, they're, they're everywhere, you know, these days. I mean, the, the, the neo-burlesque movement really took off a few years ago and it's kind of like, it's almost oversaturated, you know, there's so many classes everywhere. If you're in the UK, um, there is the Ministry of Burlesque uh, and I think they have official teachers listed on their website um, or you can just, again, just Google and just look for burlesque teachers in your area. If you're in Plymouth, <laughs> Devon, which is probably unlikely, but which is my city, then just PM me on Facebook and I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Listen, before we finish, um, I know we've not really spoken about, because burlesque isn't your true profession. This is just something that you do as like a hobby and an interest. Yeah, but I don't even do it anymore. Like this is like uh, a few years ago. Yeah, Yeah, but just uh, just to kind of give us an idea, start, what, what do you do now? Like what's your area of expertise? What, what's your passion? Well, that's a good question. I'm so multi-passionate. But um, okay, so for the last... 20 years I've been a organic skincare expert and a nutritionist and I specialize in the area of skin and beauty so um that's my thing really Uh, that's my big passion and and when I talk about beauty I'm not talking about the media version of I'm talking about 
creating ecstatic, vibrant house. So you shine beauty from every orifice. Yes. <laughs> um, so although like, I kind of, you know, do talk about the skin and everything, I'm definitely not in that zone of like, let's create a perfect skin type thing yeah no, definitely that, this is why you and I have kind of gotten on we've like met each other through a few like business groups and we're like we're on the same page even though we're in different kind of areas and topics <laughs> yeah. um and what's your um your facelift diet that's your newish yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed that you brought it up in this conversation because it's got the word diet in it but it's it's just it's just like I wanted it to have a catchy name yeah because I wanted people to like instantly you know grab it because what I am actually teaching in there is um you know like whatever we put in i mean you know as you know you you're a nutritionist too like you know every single cell in our body is literally built repaired and maintained from the materials we put in it mm. and and so we can literally like rebuild our ent- entire selves not just bodies but our, you know like our organs like everything like your eye your skin your hair your thoughts the chemicals that make us feel good are all built from our nutrition as well um and so it's it's about like you know eating you know choosing to eat like so vibrantly that we do shine like beauty and um you, you know a kind of that kind of like youthful magic beauty that children have that we somehow start to lose when we get older and not because of age it's nothing really to do with age it's to do with like how we start to like you know treat ourselves no definitely uh, so that's like what the face of diet is all about and um but right now <laughs> i haven't even launched the face of diet yet uh, right now i've uh, the last two years i've been a business mentor uh, particularly helping people in the health um industries actually they tend to be the ones that gravitate towards me because my previous business was an organic skincare formulation academy that i built from scratch and and it went really big and then I sold it um, and so I had all the success so a lot of people come to me for help with building online businesses specifically so that's what I've been doing for the last two years which has been really cool and exciting uh, to see all these uh, you know people like going out into the world and launching their stuff into the internet which is fab so <laughs> you've been a busy lady can you tell everyone listening star is so like multi-talented multi-passionate <laughs> there's like so many areas that she's like got a zone of genius in i love it <laughs> i'll tell you what my secret is go on um, two secrets one i've never had kids so i've got a ton of free time oh yeah that's true <laughs> uh, and so you know that, that that helps obviously to be able to be you know get really good at lots of different things um but also i've never ever owned a tv wow it's really never never once owned a tv and um, when I see people that have TVs, like whether they realize it or not, I would, I would, it looks to me like the average person wastes about three hours a day on mindless TV. And so um, for me, I'm like, well, that's three hours a day. I could, I could, you know, you can get a degree in three hours a day, yeah. pretty much. No, Another do, one. Yeah. Do you know what? No, you're, you're right. Completely. It's, it's quite funny you mention that because recently myself and my husband have made a, a committed effort to make some some quite significant changes like within our in um, within our world and one of them is tv so we're trying Mm -hmm. not to watch any tv in the evenings now we're doing other stuff um awesome yeah no it's good and it's surprising surprising how much how much time you can actually free up sometimes through choice awesome listen it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you um we probably could carry (laughs) on talking for another well hour or so particularly about burlesque um but anyone that's listening that's interested to know more about star your details are below this interview with like your website social media etc um but yeah thank you very much for getting up early to talk to us today (laughs) you're so welcome thank you for having me no worries have an awesome day star we'll catch up soon See you later. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Ditch the Diet Radio, everyone, with your host, Rachel Foy. That's me. If you've got ever any questions, then you can email me at info at rachelfoy.com. Be sure to check out the website, rachelfoy.com, for your free gifts and other bits and pieces. And if you would like to leave a review or subscribe to the podcast, then please do so. I am trying my absolute best right now to get the most amazing, incredible, and inspirational people on the podcast show. And if there's anyone that you would really like me to interview, then drop me a message and I will see what I can do. Have an awesome day and remember that you can have a life where food doesn't control you. I can't wait to show you how. Bye.